This is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast, and I'm super glad that you're here. We provide reflection and connection for the high-achieving woman. So obviously, the podcast episode you're listening to by yourself. So the connection you can find at badasswomenscouncil.community. Come on in and join us. All right, here we go. I'm not coming down. Today's episode. Today's episode. We have Abby, the owner founder of the Love Bug Food Truck, out of Tipton, Indiana. And I invited Abby to be on the show because she's just an inspiring, get it done. Don't let crap get in your way kind of gal. And I think you're going to be inspired by her too. And I love her so much that I invited her and the food truck to be a part of our book launch party on June the 9th at Spencer Farms Winery in Noblesville, Indiana from 5 to 8 p.m. If you are local, please come. I would love, love, love you to come and have fun with us and experience all the goodness that is Abby. Here we go. I'm not coming down. Hey, Abby, how's it going? Uh, it's wonderful. How are you? Super good. Actually, yeah. that's, that's a lie. I just told you that my energy is low today and you're in charge of carrying the show. So why would I turn around seven seconds later and go, I'm fine? Uh, because that's what we're programmed to do, right? As women in general. Yes. Everybody's fine. I'm I'm fine. I just have low energy today. I've had a lot of stuff today, but I'm excited to talk to you. And I'm going to tell a little bit of our story because I think it's super fun. Yeah. I met you through our tattoo goddess called Brandy. Yeah. Native Ink Tattoo, who we both love and adore. And just we're following each other on Facebook, had never met. And I just kept seeing stuff of yours. And I just, God put it on my heart. Like, you need to know her. You need to know her. And I was like, okay. So one day you posted something about business, like business advice kind of thing. And I was like, okay, that's it. And I reached out and we had a 6 PM dinner reservation and I got home at 10 15. Yeah. <laughs> had no reservation about showing up today with low energy because I know you and I know you got this. Yeah. I am nothing if I'm not a talker. So I can, <laughs> this is my wheelhouse. It's also a perfect example of when we break through that uncertainty to reach out and just introduce ourselves to someone who knows what kind of ripple effect could happen because now you're on the podcast. We're going to talk about you're going to, you're a part of my book launch celebration on June 9th. Like I just connection is my jam. And what I want to everybody on this show to hear from me always is that 
I rarely regret connecting. Rarely. Yeah. Now there, there are a handful of times, <laughs> um, but rarely. And so I'm excited for you to share your story, which is a inspiring, fun story. But right now, tell people what what is your business? Who are you? What do you do? And then we'll kind of go back to how you got here. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Abby. I am a single mom who uh, quit her corporate job to work for herself. Um, my kiddo had some health issues and spent a couple months in Riley and kind of put the world back into perspective. And so I currently own a food truck, a meal prep business, and a women's consignment like online style. I did actually just get some booth space in an actual store, which is crazy. But Oh my gosh. Yay. Yeah. And, and you're also a small business consultant, which has just started happening. And so we're going to yeah. put that out there. So yeah, you absolutely helped me manifest that, that, yes. that meet, uh, meeting dinner, whatever we want to call it. Yeah. Uh, I do really love to, I have a community of women in my town who all own businesses and work really hard. And I'm lucky enough that they inspire me. Um, and we kind of lean on each other for that support. And there are some younger girls tr- um, starting some businesses here in town that have kind of reached out and they were like, how did you do it? And I was like, you know what? Perfect timing. I'd love to tell you. Yes. I love it. And I believe that commerce business has the ability to heal our hearts, not make us burned out and sick. Absolutely. And the, the way that you are living your life and doing business and reaching out and connecting these young entrepreneurs together to support them really harkens back to the way that the agricultural society used to work where everybody banded together to support each other and everybody knew their role in the community. And I think that's the vibe that you are bringing back to your community in Tipton, Indiana, that I think is a model that could change, change the way that we live and work. I'm, I'm in love with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I've, I've always been really lucky to have a strong sense of community. I grew up in Tipton. I've lived here. I mean, I left after high school for a little bit, but I've always, always, always been lucky to have such a strong sense of community. And then those folks that were a part of that community as we got older, did, you know, went into business for themselves or got a trade or, you know, went to college, contributed something. And then we all kind of came back uh, once we had kids or you know, started families here in a place where we felt safe and felt at home. Um, and I think fostering that community has, is the only reason I'm successful at what I'm doing. The only reason. Mm, I, mean, I love that. Good, but. <laughs> yeah. So there's so many aspects of your story. I joked before we, we hit record that narrowing this down to one episode is going to be the hardest part, but when things weren't working out for you in a, in a traditional corporate job, not because yeah. you weren't doing a great job, you were, you had grown and been promoted, but then with the challenges with your son, you, right. you picked, Hey, I've got to, to, to help him and, and manage this, this deal. Tell us, tell us, tell us how that all played out. It's a, it's a crazy story. So I was working a few jobs at the time I was waitressing on the weekends and working a corporate full-time job. And I'd kind of started the meal prep kind of not really. Um, and my son got sick and I was in a position where my manager had never really managed people. And 
I was going to work and I was feeling guilty about thinking about my son and being on the phone with doctors and making appointments and things when I was at work. Um, and I was not in an environment that was super conducive to that, to that need, wasn't meeting that need. And so I was exhausting all of my mental capacity and my energy at work, just trying to balance uh, being a single parent of a sick kid and being good at my job because I'm very validated by work. I'm very validated by my job and I have always been. And so I was, I felt like I was failing on in both areas. So I walked into my boss's office one day and I said, I'm going to quit my job. And she goes, which one? And I said, this one. And she goes, what are you going to do? And I looked her dead in her face and I said, I'll sell slushies at the Speedway if I have to, but this isn't it. This is not for me. I, maybe it's me. Maybe it's this job. Maybe it's Hank, my son. I don't know, but this isn't for me and I can't do this anymore. And I can't wake up miserable. You know, I, I have worked really, really hard over the past few years, learning to love myself, my life, my body, um, changing the way I talk to myself from a negative self-talk to a positive one. And I was giving it all up all over again to pay my bills. And I just felt like it doesn't have to, this doesn't have to be this way. So I quit. I quit in March of 2020, right before the whole pandemic. And I said, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I didn't even know there was going to be a pandemic. In fact, I didn't even finish out my, I gave him a month notice and I didn't even finish it because of the pandemic. And my kid was sick, you know, or, you know, he has heart disease. So we couldn't, we weren't sure. We didn't go anywhere, do anything for a while. So I worked in the kitchen at my friend's restaurant while I got, we got the meal prep business up and running. Her and I did it together. And then on Facebook one day, uh, there was this old camper with the window cut out of it. It was painted like an American flag. And I thought, I could do that. I could have a food truck. And so I asked my friend, I said, hey, I think I'm going to buy this. What do you think? And she was like, well, I don't know, Abby, like food trucks are really hard. She had done one before. And she was like, they're hard. It's a lot of work. And I was like, I already bought it. (laughs) I'd never driven a trailer. It's a pull behind trailer. It's a 1972 Canham camper. I'd never driven a trailer. Had no idea how to pull it, back it up, hook it up, nothing. Um, but luckily, I live in a very rural community, and so a lot of I had a lot of friends that knew how, and so I just said, "Hey, I bought this, and it's in Greenwood, and I need it to be in Tipton. So, can you help me?" And he said, "Yeah." We picked it up. He, I uh, went to another friend uh, in a parking lot of a business in town. He gave me some quick lessons on how to drive with it, hook it up, pull it, back it up. And the rest is history. That was two years ago. And I, I love this story. So yeah. and, and again, I go back to what I said earlier that back in the day, this is the way community operated. And I don't think that we are ever, ever, ever going to meet our human needs in a deep, meaningful way with big corporate America. I just, I just don't, I'm not saying that we're not going to have big corporate America, right. but I just, I think the the community aspect of living is how we're going to elevate humanity. And that is you know, a perfect example. Like, Hey, will you help me go get this trailer? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I think about it a lot. Like I think, you know, of course there's that hesitation after you quit your job, right. And you're just sitting there like, shit, the mortgage is due on the first, no. uh, yeah. you know, I had worked so hard so long. I, I had always had a job I'd always worked really hard. And I, the first time I got to sit down in my sunroom and drink a cup of coffee after I took my kid to school and didn't have to like race to the next thing, you know, I was like, wait a minute, I think this is how it's supposed to be. 
Like well, that makes me emotional. I immediately yeah. tear up because I rem- I know that feeling now. Where you just think, and even if your dream is like I was telling you before we all started, stay at home mom or business owner or or corporate America. Maybe you're just like the freaking best at that, and but you don't have to run yourself into the ground. You don't have to do that. There are a million ways and to support yourself, to support your family, and not all of those are financially. Sometimes it's other things. And I just remember the amount of space that I created for myself, like mentally, when I dropped the expectations that I needed to be successful in the corporate world. Um, And I'm literally selling sandwiches to people out of a trailer. (laughs) Like, and having a blast and, and wildly successful. A blast. And, and, and people are calling you from everywhere wanting you to haul that thing to their events. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's, you know, it's good food. I will never say that it's not good food, but it comes with a personality. It comes with fun. It comes with music. It comes with a little heckling. We, I just, there's just no reason to have a bad time, right? Like, first of all, if you're eating, how can you be in a bad mood? And food is my love language. So like, I'm not going to hug you because that like kind of weirds me out, but I'm definitely going to feed you, you know? And you know yourself, you know who you are and you've built a life around who you are, not what others expect you to be anymore. Yeah. So I was always the loud kid and the opinionated girl and like the drama queen, you know, and those kids have a special place in my heart. I know that I spent a lot of time trying to make myself small. You know, I am even physically, right? Like I'm not skinny, not a skinny girl. I'm probably what an average size American is now. I don't know. Uh, I stopped paying attention, so I have no idea. Um, But I always, I spend a lot of time trying to make myself small. And it turns out that when I'm big, when I'm authentic, when I meet, that's when I'm the best. That's when I meet the best people. That's when I build the best relationships. That's when I make the best food and live the best life, it's when I'm the best mom is when I am truly as big as I want to be with the expectation that I'm the only person that gets to decide if that, if it's okay or not. So it's I would call it bold. I mean, big works for you. Cause that that's, that's the, the juxtaposition of what you're trying to, the stereotypes, but that, that I am boldly myself. And, and Lindsay Chepkema, friend of the show, friend of mine, that was her, the name of her story in our Stand Tall and Your Story, our very first one. When we stand boldly in our truth, we attract the people that are meant for us. When we shrink ourselves down to be small so that we try to fit in or whatever, we hide ourselves from the people that we need and who need us. And what you're doing is you're like, this is me. And it's drawing these other entrepreneurs and these young women that want to do what you're doing. It's drawing in customers. It's drawing the people that you need in your life. It absolutely is. And I, and I am not one to sugarcoat anything probably ever. And I like to tell people when they ask me about it, like, I went through some dark shit. Like I went through some hard days of not believing in myself and not being this confident and not being sure of who I was or the life that I wanted. And I am a big, the biggest fan of my therapist. She is my favorite person. Sister. Um, God love Christy. Okay. She's a godsend. Um, and I really had to take a lot of accountability for 
the way my life was. Like, you know, why am I not getting what I want? Why am I not living the the life of my dreams? And it was genuinely because I wasn't allowing myself to. I was standing in my own way. Nobody else was doing it. It was all me. And those days are hard and they're scary. And not everybody is willing to accept that, like, maybe you're the problem, you know? And once you get through that, like, the other side is just so beautiful Mm -hmm. and so peaceful and so, like, life-changing. And I know I've said that already once, but it, it genuinely, like, it has opened up doors for me that I never even knew I wanted to walk through, you know? Right. right. Yeah. That, that's my favorite part. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, God and spiritual things too, is that I love it when I get surprised by something that I wouldn't have even thought or known to plan for where God's like, here you go. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing ever, you know, because we are yeah. reaching out to try to do good in the world. So. Yeah, and I think there's just such a community of women that we get lost in taking care of our kids and taking care of our significant others and taking care of our pets even or businesses or our bosses or whatever it is. Like, you know, a lot of us are very nurturing by nature, right? So we lean into that and we think, oh, if they feel good, I feel good. And and we we lose ourselves a little bit in that and we lose the the and not the desire to be it, but just the ability to, to be able to have those, the big lives that we want or the bold lives that we want. And, and when you take a step back and you actually think like, what do I want? What do I want out of this? What do I want it to look like? Sometimes you have to put you first and that's so hard. Um, I, I would change the sometimes to most of the time. You know, I think, yeah, absolutely. Most of the time, most of the time you have to put you in almost all in the- some way with some sort of, of right. reflection and self-care and heal your own shit and all that before yeah. you, you don't get to do stop caring about your children or, and in fact, I think you care about it more. Like you don't stop meeting their needs at all. And they always say like, you can't drink from an empty cup and yeah, but you also can't think with a full brain. Like I have to have space for me. I have to have time for me. I have to be able to meet my needs uh, physically, emotionally, mentally to be able to do that for my son, to be able to do that for anybody else. It's scary. It's scary to say, and we feel like society will say like, well, you're being selfish. Well, then I am. Mm-mm. That well, is then- not selfish. That, that message is what has gotten us completely upside down with stress and physical. I, I, I am one of, in the camp that says that we are responsible for our physical health through our emotions and through uh, how well we take care of ourselves, not just because I ate my veggies today, right. but because I honor my daily stillness practice. I deal with those emotions and that shit when it comes around. I mean, that's all of that is part of the deal. And that's not selfish. That's an act of service to say you want to be around us to take care of your son. And so taking care of yourself allows you to do that. Yeah. And that is really where the, the, I talk a lot about food and I talk a lot about the food truck because that's where I'm, that's my daily grind. That's where I'm at every day. I'm in the kitchen, I'm cooking and responding to emails and all of that fun stuff that comes along with owning a business, Um, which I did see that I need to send some pictures to you. Um, (laughs) But uh, I, I do all of that every day, but my little passion project is the, I say I sell women's clothes on consignment and I do. Um, but mostly what it is, is about like alleviating that guilt about putting women, women, putting themselves first 
you know, when I do the pop-up sales, I, it's not children's clothes. It's not men's clothes. It's not, it's strictly for women. It's, uh, other women owned businesses that come, we come together once a year, we put on this big event where you come, you talk, you eat, you shop, you look at all the things that you might want and you leave with anything that you want, not spending that much clothes that fit you can. And you know, like the prices are pretty low, you know, $5 for a shirt or $8 for a pair of jeans, but I still let you try them on because I want you to feel good. I want you to feel great. I you, want you even to- put the outfits together and recommend how it goes. I mean, yeah. you, you've got style girlfriend. You, thank you. Like accepting the body that you have in this moment. Listen, I have been a CrossFitter. I have been thin. I've been heavy. I've been all of those things, but my body carries me every single day and it makes all my dreams possible. And I know it sounds cheesy. I get it. I know that that's like something they're like, Oh, but I don't like this. I don't. So you know what I used to do? And when I was learning to love my body, also my shirt, I don't know if you can read it, but it says my body. My is body my choice. Is my choice. I love it. When I was learning to love my body and it was something I actively had to do actively had to learn to love my body. Again, responsibility. You took responsibility for it. You didn't, have, you didn't have to let somebody else tell you. Yes. Right. Cause I mean, it's just me. There's nobody, you have no other option here. So I would say I'd have a negative thought about my body. Well, I don't like my stomach. I don't like my legs. I don't like whatever. And I would force myself to say something that I liked about myself. Do you know how sexy I think my thumbs are? Because sometimes that's all I could do is say, I really like my thumbs. But what that did, I don't have those negative thoughts anymore. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, every once in a while I'll be like, phew. But it doesn't stay. You re- doesn't- you put a new pattern in your subconscious of the way that you see yourself. And you can do that about many things, everything in your life. We have the power to literally change those things. The, I, the reality is that I manifested this life for myself. I manifested the life where I feel good, love my life, work for myself, am available to my son. And I uh, definitely sound like I'm selling you some kind of MLM product right now. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> not that there's I'm anything not, wrong with that. For not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I just don't have a, I don't, I mean, I just don't have anything to sell you other than the belief in yourself. You know, like I think that there is nobody more powerful on earth than a woman. You cannot convince me that anybody else carries more power within them than a woman. Um, and we, it's so underutilized because we're intimidated or we're scared or we're afraid to stand up for ourselves or afraid to live our dreams at the expense of other people. Um, but if we learn to believe like that we are as powerful as we think we are or that we know we are and we lean into those big dreams, everybody wins. Everybody succeeds. That's the exact premise of why I wrote the book for women. It's, it's about human thing. Mm-hmm. But when I put write your own story into the world, it was because of what you just said. I said, if we put the, the power of live your dreams into the hands of women, there are so many world changing things that I care about. And I knew that they would get stewarded if you get enough badass women together to make the change. 100%. And I'm not a man hater by any stretch. Oh, same, same, same. Like love them, gotta have them gave birth to one. I'd, you know? I'd take one right now if it was here, but I don't know. Where are you guys at? I've got some stuff. My truck's full of stuff that needs unloaded. Anybody want to help me carry it? Uh, but I'm not at all, but I just, I, you know, I only can tell you my lived experience and my lived experiences as a woman and the power that I was able to harness just by believing in myself has 
made me firmly rooted in the belief that every woman has this power and either they're accessing it or not. And if they decide to, if they commit to themselves, the beauty on the other side of all of that bullshit is a life that you have dreamt of that you only can imagine. And for me, it's not like a big house and a big at all. It's this beautiful life with dried flowers in my window and a home that I own and a business that I run and a kid that laughs his ass off when he plays with his friends. Like, (sighs) yeah, it's the life that you chose. It's the story that you wrote and that you are continuing to write. And what I love about you is you, you have other dreams and things. So it, you may not run a food truck forever. The next big idea you've got, you'll, you'll go buy something else. You're not, you don't know how to run or use and start that. 100%. Literally. So I just started this thing. So I I'm super lucky. I get to cook in the kitchen in the now because I was traveling. And so I've been in here for a while and a friend of mine was talking about how she saw the service where you could order salads in mason jars. And I was like, oh yeah, I've seen them in and vending machines and stuff. She's yeah. like, they're expensive. And I was like, yeah, mason jars are expensive. And I left her shop. She's another business owner in town. And I left her shop and I made it one block and I texted her and I said, it's going to be called Mason Jar Mondays. <laughs> Pick it up next week. So that's what I did this week. I put salad. I did three different kinds of salad. I did chicken salad and I did soup and I put it in jars and I did grab and go. And I sold 35 pounds of chicken salad, 25 salads. Like all I did was say, hey, nobody in town is feeding you something worth eating on Monday. Let me help you. Cause your food truck is only available on Wednesdays, right? Yeah. Yeah. I do private events and I book for things like that, but I only set up in public public on Wednesdays. I'm doing a Sunday brunch. This like sporadically throughout, you know, on the weekends usually, but on the weekdays, it's only on, only on Wednesdays. And so I did a Mason jar Mondays and my dad came in my house and he was so mad. He said, I thought we weren't working every day. He's my delivery guy. And people have criticized me when I started my business because I had so many ideas going all the time. And I'm like, that's why I started this business and left a really well-paid corporate career so I could create and design and dream and what if, and let's try that. And people say, shouldn't you, you know, narrow your focus a little bit? No, then I'm, then I'm bored. Like, no, <laughs> I heard it described the other day as I'm, I'm multi-passionate yeah, I've and I've never stuck with me more. I'm like, you know that, and I'm really passionate about things that I think are important. And sometimes that's the girl next door who wants to start a little business or, and sometimes it's a cheeseburger. I don't know. It just yeah. depends on my mood today, but I <laughs> you've think- created the freedom to Pay your mortgage and do those things. Story first, then money. Yeah. Story first and then money. For sure. Because let's be there were times where I was not sure that was gonna happen. Yeah, I get it. And I didn't walk into a business that has an email full of people wanting to book me. I didn't that isn't what happened. And I I'm definitely privileged in the town that I live in that I've lived here for a long time. So I know a lot of people. Um, but I will also say, like I put a I put a bow on it sometimes of of how much fun I have and how exciting it is and whatever. I work really hard. And oh, and yeah. you know that too. Like yeah. I get to work usually every day, maybe second, but only by because I have to drop my kid off at school. Yeah. And I'm usually the last one to leave. And even when I go home, I'm 
I've done really good. That's ownership, right? That's just, that's passion, ownership, responsibility. Yeah. And I think that's the, you know, especially with a mobile food truck where they don't see me every day, they think that I have a lot of time off or, and I don't know that my customers do because they come in and out and see me all, all the time. But people in general think that, you know, and while my hours are flexible because I get to decide, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not working and the, it's kind of a hard balance. And I'm sure you get this too, where it's like, how much am I working and how much do I like stop responding to emails Friday at five o'clock? <laughs> like, <laughs> I will see you again on Monday. <laughs> Good day. I have an online community, the badass women's council community, if you want to join it. And, um, I posted in there today, I do a Tuesday live and I said, last night I had to have a talk with myself and I, it was, you know, eight 30 and the ideas had been rolling all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. So my list was long and I just had to say to myself, Rebecca, build a business that you want to work in. Your best choice right now is go to bed. Yeah. Go to bed. Yeah. And Isn't tomorrow it-, it will be fresh and it will be on your list and you can get back to work at it tomorrow. But yeah, there's um, nothing like the notebook beside the bed, right? There's nothing like that one is, is full of dreams. I was just talking to a friend of mine who um, owns a CrossFit gym here in town. And I said something about my notes app and she, cause I, that's where it goes. If I'm on the go, you know, Siri does a lot of work for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she pulled hers up and scrolled through it. And I was like, this is, I, at least I'm not alone. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes you just have, I have to get it out of my brain and down. Like I'll come back to it. I can't do everything right now. And I understand that, but yeah. I want to. Yeah. Our brains are a busy, busy, busy place. Yeah. So I'm, I want, as we wrap up today, you know, what are the, you know, if, if there's a woman out there that's listening and she's inspired and she believes this, but she's not there yet and you're sitting down having coffee with her, <clears throat> what are the one or two things that you would recommend to her that she could do today to start believing in herself? If I, like a really tangible thing is sticky notes. And I do give this advice a lot. Um, when I worked an office job and then when I was at home, it's on my mirror in my bathroom, whatever it is that I want to be real gets written down and stuck up and I read it as often as I look at it. So if they're sitting in front of a computer, you know, if I, when I wanted to stop drinking Coke, which didn't last too long, uh, but only because I went back and decided I couldn't live without it. Um, but when I wanted to stop drinking Coke, there was a sticky note to remind me, you know, like to drink my water. And when I wanted to save money, you know, there was a sticky note, like you don't need those shoes. Or when I wanted to, um, believe in, and be confident in my body. It was you're beautiful and you're strong and you're capable and, and all of those things. Love so the positive affirming versions. Yeah. Right. I, I love a positive affirmation, but I just don't think it's enough to say it. I think you need to write it down and you need to read it. And you know, what comes in is what comes out. So if you are going to sit there and, and put negative self-talk into the world then that, then that's, what's going to come out. And if you, even if it's like, you're having a, a good moment, write that down. Write that down and hold on to it. And I have a it. smile file of all the either thank you notes or th- nice things yeah. people have said or yeah. 
And turns out those things, you'll build them up over time and, and you'll have an arsenal on the bad days. And you'll say, you know, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling, if you're, if you don't feel pretty, you know, take a selfie. If you feel good, take a picture if you, and keep it. Because then when you are having a hard time, you have something to look at and say, you know, I'm, I'm lying to myself because really what I am is these love notes to myself and these pictures where I feel good. And, you know, and so that's my tangible thing is to, is to really do the work and create the, the things that you can look at and things that you can read so that, that your life is full of, of those positive things. And then, you know, a belief that I really would want people to take is that like, if I can do it, then anyone can do it. I am special because I am me, but you are special because you are you. There is nothing about me that makes me any different than you other than I decided to believe in myself. And that's it. Uh, I did not come from, yeah, that's it. I did not come from money. I did not come from privilege. I didn't come from, nobody did this for me. You know, I have a lot of help and I have a lot of people that dream with me because I ask them to. (laughs) Um, But that's, that's all it is. You know, there's, I, I decided to believe in me and that's all I did. And Mm -hmm. everybody has the power to do that. Men and women alike. Everybody has the power to do that. And the name of your food truck is the Love Bug Food Truck because you are, you do just emote love everywhere you go boldly. It's, um, it's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm so excited that you're going to be a part of our big book launch party on June 9th, June 9th, Thursday, June 9th. 9th. We're going to be at Spencer Farms Winery in Noblesville, Indiana, and you're going to bring the food truck and have your bougie ass good food. I am. I and am. It's, 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 you know, lawn games and my son will be playing. He'll have, you know, acoustic set that night. And it's just going to be a good old fashioned. I just keep going back to the back in the day when everybody would just roll up on somebody's lawn and enjoy each other's yeah. company. That's, that's what I want that night. Well, my friends and I do a Sunday supper every week. And so I cook and our kids are right around the same age and they play and it's at somebody else's house usually every weekend or maybe a couple weekends in a row, depending on like where the kids can ride their bikes or whatever. And, uh, I cook and we drink and play and have a good time and talk. And I, that is the life that you are allowed to live, you know, that, and that's exactly what I'm hoping for the book launch where we just all pull up, have a good time, eat some good food, listen to some good music, have some good wine from Spencer. Yeah. And it is delicious. I went out there. I tour their facility. It's beautiful out there. I was just there Sunday checking it out with Christy. Thank you for being here. I I appreciate you asking so much. And I'm, oh, wait, you're coming and talking in Tipton too, right? Oh, that's right. I bought my ticket. I May 18th, bought my ticket last night. (laughs) May 18th. If you are in and around Tipton, Indiana, um, I am coming to talk for, um, who's, gosh, this is terrible. This, I told you my energy is not great today. Who's hosting? It's a Tipton Chamber. The Tipton Chamber of Commerce is hosting. It's for a, it's a well the reason i know is because i was on a committee that helped raise money to create this event so it's called connect her Thank and you. It's, yeah you're welcome <laughs> it's, it's called connect her and it's about uh high spotlighting really strong women and and bringing the women of the community to be inspired and i bought my ticket and shared it on facebook last night and i was like who's coming with me it is like a lunch hour it's 11:30 and um hopefully the chamber will 
kick me, give me a kick back for this. Nice. <laughs> this right? Thing. Just kidding. Keegan, I promise you, Keegan, who runs our chamber, is rolling his eyes as soon as he hears that sentence. He's so good. And he has such a desire for a strong Tipton County. And, and that's really cool to see because especially somebody he's not, he didn't grow up in Tipton um, and small towns are, we get a, we get a bad rap, you know, and there's a lot of people here who want a beautiful and thriving Tipton and you got to put in the work. So we're excited to have you. I know my friends are excited to come. I've been telling everybody they're so jealous. We got to go to dinner. So <laughs> We need another planning session at Ninth yes. Street Bistro is yes, the only place I'll go. So <laughs> it's the only place I'll go to. So that's fine. Another plug for local business. Mm, goodness. Yes. goodness. Let's get us on the schedule. All right. Well, we'll see everybody on June 9th and they'll get to meet you live. Awesome. I can't wait. Thank you. Thanks. When I work with my clients, I want them to discover their unique personal story so they can then stand tall in that story and live a life full of soul and emotions and their natural curiosity about their unique gifts, talents, and abilities so they can live a thriving life. Because our brains are hardwired for stories and our brain wants us to thrive. So I help my clients tap into that. And I also have a sponsor for this podcast called Storybook, which is a unique and innovative platform that helps you bring your company stories to life by tapping into the emotional flow and the natural curiosity that we have about your products and services. So check them out. You can go to my website, wethrive.live, click on the Stand Tall in Your Story link and see the kind of work they're doing for us, or go to their site, cantaloupe.tv, and there's hundreds of stories there that they've created that you can experience. Check them out. We're so grateful to work with them and for them to sponsor the podcast. And please join the online community at badasswomenscouncil.community where we can continue the conversation and you can meet other badass high achievers like you. Thanks so much. Make it a great day. If you like the music for the podcast, go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your music and look up Cameron Hessian Clouds. You can download the full song there. He's got some other stuff out there as well. And y'all, he's my son. It'd be great if you'd go and download some of his stuff. I'm not coming down. I never left it on the ground. I'm not coming down.